Welcome to this week's episode of the Thrill of Driving podcast. Now, as we're recording this, the MG press conference is taking place, and we've just got wind of what they've priced the hectar at. Excellent prices. Yeah, the very twelve point two lakh starting mm-hmm. for the petrol manual, which is very keen, very yeah. very strong prices. Yeah. It goes up straight up against the Creta, yeah. uh, undercuts the Harrier. Mm-hmm. In fact, you have the prices right yeah. Yeah. Uh, One in second. every mm-hmm. spec to spec. Okay, it undercuts all its rivals. Yeah, so let me just read it out here. So the the base petrol starts at twelve point one eight, not twelve point one two. The base diesel starts at thirteen point one eight, and the top of the line diesel is what sixteen point eight, which is excellent. Yeah. So that's the price where you can live with the body roll, yeah. and you can just wallow in the back seat, acres of uh, space in the back seat. Excellent. Yeah, but twelve point one eight, you're probably not getting too much equipment, are you? Well, that's okay. You can't reduce the back seat space, can you? Yeah, you can't change the ride quality, can you? Yeah. So you still get that lot of space in the second row. You still get a big boot. Mm-hmm. You still get a very comfortable car to be driving around in the city, to be chauffeured around in. This is actually very good. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, money worth spent. Yeah. Uh, would I recommend it? Well, I would uh, like to see some cars on the road. Uh, see what the feedback is from. Owners, but uh, MG have done themselves a lot of good by pricing it extremely strongly. Do you think this could create the perception that again it's Chinese, it's going to be cheap? That's another thing. So I was speaking to a friend, a couple of friends in the industry uh, who work with other manufacturers, and they had this thought that if you price it too keenly, mm-hmm. it would be looked at as you no, know, you got this Chinese car and you're pricing it very cheap because that's how all Chinese uh, products mm-hmm. have come into India. They've all been on the uh, plank of uh, very attractive prices, and that's why people bought it. Mm-hmm. But then again, I bought a Chinese TV. Yeah. and i've only bought it because the price was great and it offered you no know, everything that was there in other branded uh, televisions yeah. so the, i think it works for the indian customer let's see what the response is from buyers yeah. because ultimately that's the the ultimate litmus test right to see but uh, the dealers you now they are very happy mm-hmm. uh, i've got a couple of messages saying that you no know, they're really thrilled and all of them are sitting on a lot of orders genuine orders and yeah. all these guys have paid 50000 bucks It's not like you paid five thousand bucks and you've uh, put in an order. Fifty thousand bucks orders, yeah. and at this price, a lot of them will convert. Well, good on MG. Yeah, again, something to rekindle our floundering market. Uh, floundering. Okay, now yeah. let's not talk negative because <laughs> see, uh, the budget is now what a week, two weeks yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, I think after that, the market will start to pick up. Uh, what will be interesting to see is how Kia prices the Seltos because now again that's in the same segment. Correct. The Seltos does not have as much space as the Hector. The Seltos, in my opinion, is a better looking car, but then styling is a personal subject. Mm-hmm. But the Seltos has got better motors because I have driven it. I know uh, better motors, better transmissions. So in terms of the engineering that has gone into it and it is based on the creta platform um kia is not going out and out and saying that it is a creta platform for obvious reasons but it is a creta platform and that is a damn good thing because we have been driving the creta for so long and we love it yeah. so the only thing the seltos does not have and that the hector has is the space acres of space mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see what the indian customer will gravitate to yeah and speaking of indians <laughs> driving crazy cars <laughs> You went and drove a Lamborghini Huracan Performante and a Porsche 911 GT3 on some mad roads in India. 
epic yeah. epic story so that was 3 weeks ago for yeah. obvious reasons we could not talk about it yeah. that is the cover story of the july issue of uh, evo it's in the press right now but here's a sneak at the sneak look at the cover it's got the huracan performante mm-hmm. and it's got the 911 gt3 two, two insane cars the huracan performante to update you okay or to just uh, jog your memory is or was the nurburgring lap record holder yeah. it achieved those nurburgring lap times mm-hmm. thanks to very trick aerodynamics yeah. uh, lamborghini calls it ala but uh, here in maharashtra you would probably call it ayla because <laughs> it does crazy stuff to the car uh, what it is is like a formula 1 drs system mm-hmm. where flaps open and close depending on the requirement mm-hmm. so it reduces drag when you want more top speed it increases the downforce when you want cornering and it can switch it from side to side so if you're going round a corner mm-hmm. it can increase the downforce on the inside wheels because obviously the inside wheels would lift mm-hmm. so it can increase the downforce there keep the car more planted reduce body roll increase grip and that's what gives it the nurburgring lap time yeah. as for the gt3 well that is a homologation special so the porsche super cup that is the uh, tin top series which is the most popular tin top series in the world mm-hmm. and all of those cars have to be related to the road cars and they are related to the gt3 and the gt3 rs the rs is obviously even more track focused even more hardcore but the gt3 is a track car now we drove these cars in kerala uh we keep getting this question so whenever we drive amgs or m cars yeah. now people keep telling us that okay fine no they're fast but where can you drive it where can you drive it all that bullshit and If amgs you, and m cars are still usable true. these are hard core cars true really. and so if i had a buck for every time yeah. somebody asked me where could you drive these cars i would probably own a huracan <laughs> performante or a gt3 but the thing is that if you have these cars you will find the roads to drive it and i don't mean driving like an absolute lunatic and being a threat to other people on the road but you will find places to drive it we live uh, in pune yeah. we have the expressway which is very close by we have the road going up to lavasa we have the road going up to ambi valley some nice driving roads where you can enjoy these cars at legal speeds <laughs> right so uh, we have this in kerala yeah. i've lived in kerala in my childhood mm-hmm. there are no roads where you can drive it because the the population density is so yeah. much that unless you go out when there's a general strike which happens quite often and there's nothing on the road but otherwise it's just so much of traffic density yeah. on the road that the roads are clogged all the time uh, 100 kilometers would take you 3 hours because there's just so much of traffic yeah. but ashik a friend of evo yeah. he owns both these cars now just imagine you would think a guy who owns a gt3 would be like god he's got a gt3 and he's got a performante and he's got a 458 italia mm-hmm. and he's got a 911 carrera which has done a lack kilometers his 911 mm-hmm. carrera has done a lack of kilometers all of it in kerala and That's obviously great. in the south driving around 1 lakh kilometers yeah. his 458 italia has got the highest mileage of any ferrari in india he uses his cars and for that he made us wake up at 3 in the morning <laughs> we hit the road at 5 5:30 in the morning and yeah. at that time it's empty yeah. he lives in calicut korikot as mm-hmm. the malayalis would uh, call it uh, getting out of the city at what 5 in the morning completely empty you can really blast through the city get out lovely roads yeah. no traffic and he drives like a madman he really knows his roads because he's been driving there for years even over speed breakers he knows exact angle of attack yeah. exact speed at which you could go through it yeah. and then he stopped and told me okay come on let's just go drive a little faster huh. and i assume that i'm a fast driver <laughs> but i'm driving somebody else's gt3 yeah. now you don't want to put a scratch on it forget yeah. <laughs> doing something 
doing stupid. So you take it easy. And he's like, no, come on, drive faster. You're slowing down because for him, every drive is a tri- drive against the clock. Until everybody wakes up. Until everybody wakes up. Yeah. So I said, okay, no shit. If he's telling me to go for it. No. Might if somebody's telling you to go for it in a GT3, you bloody go for it. And what a drive it was. So Alameen, Rohit, our videographer, our photographer, they were following in a Land Cruiser that was our camera car. Uh, we drove, I think, for 10 minutes. Yeah. Then uh, Ashik stopped. Mm-hmm. He had his friend with him. He put his friend in the Land Cruiser and said, okay, he knows the directions. Mm-hmm. Let the Land Cruiser not slow us down. <laughs> and then we just blasted down those hill roads going up into the, the yeah, going up into the Weinart Forest. Fantastic. Now what a drive. Now, the Lamborghini is every nine-year-old's dream. And the 911 sort of a more enthusiast, driver-focused um, so this would be your pick between the two. Yeah. So this story, okay, in my head, yeah. the headline, the cover line was Porsche versus Lamborghini. So that was hard. All yeah. the whole idea behind the story. In fact, I told Ashik also that listen, I'm going to put you on a spot, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you at the end of the drive yeah. that what would it be? Would it be the Porsche? Would it be the Lamborghini? Mm-hmm. He said. You tell me, yeah. okay, because yeah, you're driving the car, right? Yeah. So you tell me what would be better. Mm. At the end of the day, and we drove this for the entire day, we got back into Calicut at, I think, 5 o'clock, wow. right? After leaving at 4.35 in the morning, he asked me that question, and I could not give him a straight-up answer. Now, if you look at prices, mm. the Huracan Performante is twice the price of the yeah. GT3, but you're going to spend a couple of crore of rupees, an extra couple of crore of rupees, I don't think is such a big deal. So pricing, let's put it out of the equation. Uh, the Huracan, my God, it it's insane. The noise from the engine, it's impossible that that car is street legal. Yeah. It makes an insane noise. And then when you step on it, even a GT3 does not prepare you for the violence, for the acceleration of a Huracan Performante. It grips, it throws your head back into the headrest and you're like, you're screaming like a girl. Uh, no offense, but it's just like, it's like you're just struggling to hold on it's unbelievable the speed the turn of speed of that car and then when you ask me that what would it be it's difficult to say because the huracan performante is this in your face loud aggressive wild car the gt3 is more usable Uh, you can almost instantly get to speed with the car like the huracan the indicate the power window switches are on the center console the indicators are on the steering wheel so it takes time to figure out where everything is in the gt3 you can blindly just drive it because everything is where it is supposed to be mm-hmm. after you sit in the performante the gt3 feels like a rolls royce it's so much more comfortable the seats are so much more comfortable but if if i were to buy i would still probably buy the porsche because i am a porsche fanboy yeah. i'll admit to that uh, but if you can afford it, man, buy both. What a guy, man, Ashik Tahir, you are you are our lifelong friend. <laughs> and you should read the story. We also put together a short video which will go live next week. Yeah. Uh, I had the most fun in a very long time driving these cars. And you know, for Ashik to trust me with his cars, yeah. Yeah. man, he's either a very trusting guy or uh, no, he has got a very high estimation of my driving abilities. You beat Gaurav Gil, yeah. In, on those Kerala roads only. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he must be like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, fine. Yeah. In fact, so, speaking of Gaurav Gil, yeah. our colleague Hari, he was down in Coimbatore yeah. a couple of days ago at uh, the Mahindra's, uh, at Mahindra Adventure's first test of the XUV 300, what they're what calling the Super XUV 300. So they're calling it the Super XUV, yeah, not the I, Super Mini XUV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're taking uh, naming tips from you, Adish. <laughs> so they were testing the XUV 300, 
they've got two specs okay they've got the petrol and they've got the diesel mm-hmm. god of gil will be driving the petrol okay uh, amitrajit ghosh will be driving the diesel now if you are a rally fan you obviously are on the rally.co.in facebook page and all that you've read about the petrol xuv making 220 horsepower is uh, a load of crap yeah. because you no know, leela is a genius but uh, he's not einstein mm-hmm. uh, the stock xuv 300 makes 110 horsepower you can't double the power of the car this car is made to r2 specs it will probably be around 30 40 horsepower more than the stock uh, xuv 300 but this is only the start of their development process but i have a question though why are they running two cars i think uh, two different categories yeah. so the petrol will be in the inrc2 category and the diesel i think it might be in another category okay. uh, which makes sense right because all these cars will qualify for the overall mm-hmm. honors but then for class honors you have like two different uh, cars mm-hmm. in two different categories mm-hmm. so you know you have uh, a bigger truckload of uh, trophies, trophies coming home <laughs> if the car is quick mm-hmm. now i think for the first round in chennai God of Gil will have a tough fight on his hands because Karna Kadoor he is one of the faster up and coming drivers he has got the Volkswagen 1.2 turbo now this is very closely related to the car that I drove in the popular rally last year but mine was the 1.6 naturally aspirated the 1.2 turbo was running as the safety car and that was very quick imagine a 1.2 turbo it definitely be quicker than a 1.6 naturally aspirated car he is driving that So and the Polo is tried and tested. The XUV is brand new. So obviously the Polo reliability you can uh, no. If you were a betting guy, you would bet on the Polo yeah. being more reliable for the very first round. Uh, Karna is also very quick. Uh, his co-driver Nikhil, he was my co-driver for six years. So I trained Nikhil well. So <laughs> Nikhil is also damn good at uh, what he does. So I would uh, probably bet on these guys uh, yeah. being victorious at the Chennai Rally. But then I'm sure there's a learning curve for the for Gaurav in the XUV. Exactly. And so and plus Gaurav is running yeah. on JK tires. Mm-hmm. So let us see what the speed of the JK tires are mm-hmm. and the longevity because now. JK these tires were developed for our rally team the slideways rally team that was 4 5 years ago and then they were put on the back burner because mm-hmm. then we obviously got busy with all the other stuff that we were doing mm-hmm. so we'll have to see what the pace of the JKs are the MRFs tried and tested so obviously they are quicker mm-hmm. but then Karna is also a JK supported driver now so Karna is also on JK tires okay. the XUV is uh, only Gills XUV is on the JK Amitrajit Ghosh's XUV oh, okay. is on the MRF they have different liveries then I'm not sure let's see <laughs> Let's see yeah. another day for the Chennai Rally to yeah. kick off. So let's see what. When this goes live, it will probably have started. It would yeah. have started, yeah, and yeah. we would have a lot of updates on yeah. our social handles. In fact, follow us on the Motorsport Motorsport India Facebook page because our guys are going to be live on the ground doing a lot of live videos yeah. and uh, live interviews with all the drivers. Anirudha, our motorsport editor, is down in Chennai. In fact, he's on the flight right now to Chennai. So yeah, you can follow all the action at the Chennai Rally, mm-hmm. and I think this is a great start to the season. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting. Plus, I believe. there's going to be a balino a balino rs built to r2 specs um, they will also be the cdr unis ilias's cdr built by race concepts race concepts joel joseph who runs race concepts he's also another genius in terms of engine building and his cars are bloody fast i saw unis cdr last year at the popular rally yeah. even my r2 polo wasn't as quick as his cdr the engine was just so quick yeah. so you'll be keen to see that again jk is supporting unis 
JK is coming in in a really big way and MRF is uh, one of the title sponsors of the championship so again now there's a JK MRF tussle which is great for us great for enthusiasts of rallying and motorsport and let's see how that progresses yeah and now on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, we've got Huracans and 911s and these loud fast rally cars. We've got electric cars that are coming back, with, um, coming with a vengeance. Even well, and you, uh, so Atish went to a studio in uh, Bombay. We can't uh, talk about what we saw there. He like cannot that. talk about because he signed a lot of dis- NDAs and embargo <laughs> forms and all of that. But uh, that is going to be uh, something that will take that brand yeah. forward and again push its uh, technology part. It's got technology in its uh, brand tagline. You're saying too I'll, much. Yeah, <laughs> tell you that. And finally, they can be, and they have been quiet for the longest time. Yeah. Finally, this will give them an opportunity to make some noise. But we can't talk about it. We'll talk about it next month. Yeah. What we no, can actually, talk about... We're going to drop a video on it on Saturday. So yeah. So stay tuned. We're going to put a story up on what's coming. A nice little video on what's coming. So on that note, subscribe to this channel. Yeah. Hit that bell, bell button. So you get a notification <laughs> when Shameless the story... Yeah. <laughs> but come on. Uh, hit that bell button. Yeah. So you know when the story drops. Oh yeah, electric cars are here. The Kona is here when? Next month? Yep. So I drove the Kona in uh, South Korea, in Seoul, on yeah. public roads. Yeah. And I was quite impressed with it. Mm. I was not so impressed with the Ionic, which is their yeah. electric car, yeah. but the Kona has been designed to take the electric powertrain right from the start mm-hmm. and it was nicer to drive. Now electric cars aren't really going to kindle the fires in you like a Lamborghini or a Porsche does. Maybe Porsche's electric car might, I don't know, but the Kona for what it does, right? It'd be an excellent city commuter. Yeah. Noiseless, easy to drive. I don't know why, but electric cars somehow feel easier to drive than IC engine cars. Now, IC engine cars, I'm talking about automatics, yeah. right? But an electric car is just so much easier. It's quiet, it's, it's silent. quiet, yeah. it's noiseless, it is completely stress-free. Yeah. And I think if they price it well, mm. uh, I don't know what Hyundai are going to price it at, but they are taking effort because this is not a CBO. It is a CKD, so it is assembled at their Chennai factory. Not manufactured, but assembled at the Chennai factory. So the pricing should not be way over the top. And knowing Hyundai, they would have researched this. They would have done their market surveys. Now, they would have really put a lot of effort into it. The Kona will not be available across the country at all dealers. Only select dealers will be allowed to sell the Kona. So they will obviously have the equipment. They will have Mm. the charging stations. And I think Hyundai are going to uh, install a charging station at all the customers, uh, either at home or in the office. So you will have a quick, quickish charger. Let's see what they finally roll out. Well, you've driven the Kona. You have you driven the I-Pace? I have driven the I-Pace. So you've driven these the I-Pace, the Kona. They're the first generation of uncompromising electric cars. We're not compromising on range. You're not compromising on performance. You're not compromising even on design anymore. Um, how do they stack up to conventional cars? So the I-Pace, I think it stacks up very well. Yeah. It is very well turned out. The I-Pace is coming to India, by the way, next year, yeah. the second half of next year. Mm-hmm. I think it is really nice to drive. Uh, the thing with electric cars is that it's got this instant torque. So the first time you step on, you're like, whoa, man, It's it really puts pins you in the back of the seat. It's got excellent performance. Mm-hmm. But also, electric cars are a uh, one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. So once you get used to all that performance, then what? Then it's like, okay, uh, like an iPhone, for instance, okay? Yeah. For the first week or two, it's a cool toy to have. 
and then after that it's like okay you've got an iPhone and you use it like anything yeah. I think that is the differentiator between a petrol engine car or a diesel engine car there is a nuance to it there is torque there is drivability there is no uh, how it performs at low speed how it performs at a higher speed all of that is there with an electric car it's more of one trick pony i think it is great for city use it will take out the pollution from the city i think it's a good step forward but this whole mania of electric cars i think is a little bit overdone mm. because you don't need the government or the niti aayog to say that by 2025 or 2030 okay everything all electrics under 150 cc bikes all electric let the market find its own space right why do you want to support one uh, powertrain over another offer a similar platform let the market decide don't ban non electric vehicles for instance don't ban petrol bikes mm. uh, i don't think that makes any sense yeah. you offer the incentives to electrics right you give no uh, reduce the gst on electrics bring the price pricing on par let the market decide not you they say that you cannot make normal bikes so you can't make normal scooters that i think is a bit over the top well okay that's it we've overstretched our time once again <laughs> but we obviously had a lot to say about everything that we've driven in the last week uh that's it for this week's episode of the thrill of driving podcast i hope you liked it in fact we got a good response to last the last podcast we did where we spoke about how to be an automotive journalist yeah a so lot of, a, lot of, a lot of queries on yeah. internships so yeah. if you want to intern with us uh, hit us up at careers at gtopublishing.com that is c a r e e r s at gtopublishing.com uh, don't forget to attach a uh, a basic an email <laughs> saying why you want to work with us yeah. okay and also a writing sample that is crucial yeah that's how we know what you write like yeah so hit us up if you're interested we're looking to get freshers and new yeah. people on yeah. board i started off and as an intern artish started off as an intern all the best journalists have started off yeah. as interns so hit us up and all the best we'll that's see it. you next week